0: Welcome to the Hoot Hob show. Today it is just myself and Mr. B.T. Brennan Torres. Say hello, Brandon. What's up? Uh, C. Wayne is not here with us today because
1: he got the vid.
0: Oh, no. I have no idea if he actually had it.
1: Uh, yeah, no. He just told us that he's got like a cold or something. I don't know. We can't the vid. tell. It's got to be, right? All right. I mean, he hasn't been tested. What do you do? You like pee on a strip or something?
0: Well, okay, so it's uh, they say it affects taste and smell. <laughs> so so the pizza... <laughs> All right, I won't, I won't, I won't. I'm <laughs> just saying, it was funny, you knew where it was going. I so, did. Some of you were ahead of me. <laughs> Somebody's ahead of the class. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, we're going to talk about, uh, briefly, uh, touching on uh, the situations going on in the Middle East right now. Uh, same thing with the hurricane in the Gulf. Um uh, we'll say goodbye to a beloved uh, actor and a voiceover actor and everything. You know, we probably touched all of our hearts once in a
1: children's movie. Or, or uh, you know, in a several acclaimed performances as Santa Claus.
0: Yeah, that's true, Dad. That. Uh, and then, of course, <laughs> we'll wrap up today with the most important of all things, Kanye. <laughs>
1: Of course. What's better, <laughs> what's better than talk about Kanye West? He's only, it's his favorite subject. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, you
0: know what, ladies? Find you a man that loves you the way Kanye loves him some Kanye. Or is it Kanye? <gasps> anyway, so, <laughs> um, okay, so th- this topic will be, um, I said brief. It might not be brief. Who cares? So, with the situation that's going on in Afghanistan. Uh, most of our viewers and, you know, I am usually right leaning, even though I try to, uh, see things, you know, I, I try to see both sides of the coin, right? Uh, most of the time I still land on, you know, this one side over here, but whatever. So I'm not super impressed with the way that the president and his administration has handled a lot of things over the past seven months, but in particular right now, this situation going on in Afghanistan. So you being a friend of mine who I know tends to lean a little more left than I do, um, what are your thoughts on how things are being handled right now?
1: I'm not really impressed, to be perfectly honest with you. I haven't real been very felt very secure about the situation from day 1 when the news broke the withdrawal that didn't necessarily worry me or concern me it was whenever the bad things once they learned that the troops were withdrawing and then the the, the no action
0: yeah i mean uh, you know kind of what you had said to me earlier you know was even the whole like wait what's happening Oh, uh, on second thought, haha, ha, we fooled you, we're staying. You know, anything. Yeah, to, just, to,
1: just to make us feel a little safer, make the troops feel safer, make the people that were being terrorized feel safer. I don't know, take some course of action because it kind of just felt like they ran. And I'm not saying that, I'm, I'm not trying to be disrespectful
0: towards our military members right now when I say, when I agree with you saying it looks like we ran, but that's exactly what it looks like.
1: Yeah, no, no. By no means by saying that's what they did. No, no, not at all. The withdrawal was orders. It it is absolutely. They were just following what they were told to do, and that was to pack things up and to leave in an orderly fashion. But say, but nothing orderly happened. It just turned into chaos.
0: Yeah, it fell apart. But I mean, you know, why? if, If we were gonna, if we had the date in mind, which I know we didn't, but say we had the date in mind. Okay, on this day in August, we are out we are out of here it's done Austin lasagna don't get any on you okay so shouldn't that have started you know the moving equipment out moving personnel out and then the last thing you do is move your military personnel your, your actual troops your boots on the ground
1: they're the last to go I mean that's That's the mission, right? It does make sense. That does seem like that would be protocol and that would be the organized fashion to which you would do something. Because I know that, you know, working for organizations that run from a a military-like structure, that's exactly how you would handle that.
0: Right. But instead it was like, uh, you know, last chopper out of Saigon, you know, whatever's left gets left, sorry well I actually read and I haven't gone deep into this so this is not some kind of confirmed whatever but uh, I actually did read an article um, that said the last uh, basically evacuation plane left Kabul and there were still Americans on the ground Um, I got news for you you don't let that news story break the last plane you you, when you got americans still there it's not the last plane and if it is the last plane then we have failed miserably uh just i don't know man uh you know the media has started to do what they do and they eat their wounded in my opinion and joe biden's wounded so now they're like well all right let's eat him and get him well, out the, of the, the way. The
1: media is definitely blood, sharks. We yeah, know, blood, absolutely. blood in man. the water, sharks yeah. drawn to it.
0: Hey, that's it, man. The, the media is the biggest issue this country has. You know, race relations being the, what they are. Look, man, I, I've been in and out of the hospital all day, every day for the past two weeks since my son was born. I see Hispanic people. I see black people. I see... Uh, Asian people I see all these people you know what I'd never do to any of them like spit on them or like beat them down or anything number one because like some of these dudes ain't gonna play and they're gonna whoop me you know but at the same time it's because oh that's right because I have respect for a fellow human being right okay the point I'm getting to with that is this it's not just me it's the same to be said for every person I've passed today and it's the same to be said for the vast majority of the country right but you have the media that wow well, we got to push this and it's so funny like i've seen the austin powers memes come out you know like this isn't working so uh you know when he he tells Frau like bring in the the cl- or send in the clone, she says, send in the clown you know yeah well that's what it looks like all the time oh it's not working all right uh, murder hornets <laughs> you know what i mean
1: well yeah definitely i agree with that for sure because i'm one of the people that i'm not a big fan of media in general because a lot of it is swayed by advertisers. And if you ever watch closely by what they're saying, it, it's always based off of what the, the advertisers want them to say. The moment they start saying something that disagrees with the agenda of that company that is paying them money, they will start to alter the things that they cover. They don't necessarily flip their point on uh, its you know, axis entirely. They just kind of stop talking about it and start bringing right. up other subjects. Yeah,
0: stop saying the quiet part out loud. Yeah, don't say the quiet part out loud. It's quiet for a reason. Keep it quiet. And, and yeah, I see. I mean, we see it it's all the, the time. It's the almighty dollar. Yeah. And, you know, uh, any kind of media that does things specifically for an advertiser. Speaking of advertisers, we'll. Just <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> insert ad break uh, yeah, here.
0: Yeah, insert ad break here. No, but, uh, but no, I mean, okay, so what is something big that happened that the media influenced? Well, what about moving the all-star game? the MLB All-Star game, moving it out of Atlanta. What good did that do? You hurt the city of Atlanta. I mean, that was going to bring millions of dollars. It always
1: does. in revenue and everything else. Definitely in hindsight, especially considering, was Atlanta at that point peaking with their numbers? Or what was it that caused no, them No, to-
0: it was some kind of... It, it was something race-related. I, I remember oh. that much. I don't even remember what it was now. And it might have been COVID. I don't know. There's been so many... Yeah, you know, that, like, last
1: year was pretty wild, especially the summer. It was hard to tell what news story was which.
0: I- exactly. And I I and even worse, stories from last summer are still getting brought up now, so you're like, oh, that happened I, again? Like, no, it's the same one. Okay, well, why are we talking about it then? You know, I mean I, So we'll just kind of turn our attention to um the home front here. Uh, you know, getting away from the Middle East and just talk about what's going on here for a minute. Like right now, the Gulf uh, is getting rocked by another hurricane. Um, so here's here's kind of some some things I read online, and I you know like I said, they might not be true, but uh, they came from news sources, so I figured they would be. Um, so apparently, this hurricane Ida uh, made landfall 16 years to the day uh,
1: as uh, Katrina. Uh, hurricane that rocked New Orleans.
0: Yeah, right. And, like, we got a lot of the uh, evacuees and stuff up in this area. And, like, a lot of folks stayed.
1: I mean... Yeah, there's some people that they came here and then they never decided to move back. Yeah, so...
0: But, uh, anyway, uh, I don't know if... I mean, I know New Orleans is... Uh, you said is... Ha- the entire city's out
1: of power, right? Yes, this is the latest update that I see here. CNN.com, because, of course... Right. They're, yeah, they're liberal yeah, over here. Yeah, yeah. But... anyway uh citing my source it says at least one person's dead and nearly half the state of louisiana is without power including the entire city of new orleans that's pretty scary scary yeah that's that's super scary because you've got this
0: just bad to the bone storm coming in and you don't even you can't even see the next room in your house that's i mean that's that's scary and I, i hope that there are a lot of folks that you know went ahead and evacuated, and I, you know I'm sure there is, but you also know that there's
1: tons of people who were going to try to ride out the storm. So I've been watching the TikTok videos. I've seen them. There's some pretty humorous ones. You know, some redneck guys that's like, "I ain't leaving, come hell or high water," and sure. and then you got some like really scary videos that you see on there. People that are riding it out, and they're really. Yeah, it's it's hitting them hard right now. Yeah, and they're probably questioning their decisions and that kind of stuff. Well, sometimes you can't afford to relocate. Like,
0: hey, I mean, I, I'm not knocking them. You sometimes you got to hold down the fort. But, I mean, uh,
1: I I have some close friends that live in the Pensacola area, and they ride these things out. They wouldn't leave. You know, like I said, come hell or high water, and it's not really a, a pride thing. It's a that's their home. Yeah. And plus, where am I going to go? Right. Yeah.
0: And I think that I think that's a point that a lot of people don't look at is is the where else am I going to go? Like this is home. You know, I can't go like what am I going to do? Go to my neighbor's house. He's he's next door. It doesn't do me any good. I'm going to stay home. Uh anyway, our, our thoughts and prayers are, are are with the people uh in the uh in the American Gulf Coast, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, I mean, things are things are hopefully uh going to dissipate and Get manageable real soon. Uh, You know, that's all we can do though is hope and pray. So uh, we'll we'll move past that. And uh, what one more for the dark and dreary, but at the same time, just a cool uh, life celebration for uh, Ed Asner. Um, I believe I'm saying that right. But um, uh, Ed Asner, uh, great actor, voiceover guy. um, You know, most famous for uh, you know uh, being. (laughs) captain davies in uh, the the miniseries uh, roots uh back in let's see what was that 1977 um more recently though uh he was uh, mr frederickson on uh, the movie up which the old man with the
1: the house that's floating in the sky yeah, that's right and that's an
0: awesome movie and of it's course, a beautiful movie it really is and, and of course he was uh, santa really? in uh, in the movie elf with will ferrell Uh, And that's always a fun holiday one. You know, uh, my wife makes us watch it pretty much from like November 1st until February 1st every year.
1: Dude, what are you talking about? I've watched Elf, I think, twice this year. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. I watched it once in July. Loved it. (laughs) Put me in the Christmas spirit. I put my tree up.
1: (laughs) I just like watching Will Ferrell freak people out in a giant elf suit.
0: Yeah, that's true. That, That actually is fun. Um so anyway uh we'll just say rest in peace to Ed Asner. Uh,
1: what a what a long and full life this guy has had. Absolutely. Uh, rest in peace. 91 years old. Yeah. We could all be so lucky as live 91 years. Yeah. That's right.
0: That's right. And and really live them.
1: you know. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, he won uh, Emmys for his performances. He was quite an acclaimed actor and that was before, you know what people of the younger generation might remember him playing Santa and Elf and and the movie Up. Just being able to evoke such emotion from a, a voice performance is really impressive. Yeah, it is. I say, oh, oh, oh,
0: oh. And of course, the Mary Tyler Moore show. He was oh. on the Mary Tyler Moore show.
1: That's right. Well, I will bury the lead because I believe that's actually, he got his own spinoff show and everything off right. of that. Luke yeah, Grant, Lou Grant. Yeah. Grant. That character became like a type. That yeah. was the, the boss that you wanted in the show. Yeah, shows.
0: Right so uh so yeah so hey man uh, rest in peace and, and of course prayers for comfort during you know during this hard time for his family and everything but Absolutely. Uh, condolences. Wh- what a uh, wh- what a what an awesome career man that's that's pretty cool so let's talk uh <laughs> let's talk career moves okay talking about this man with with his long beautiful career <laughs> i know we'll talk about kanye i'm sure somewhere he's talking about himself right now. <laughs> yes. Yes, that is right. Kanye, Yeezy, aka Jesus, aka Ye. <laughs> okay, so uh, here's the deal. I'm I'm going to talk about Kanye just for a second. First off, college dropout, that is awesome. I have it on vinyl. Yeah, well, I, My
1: wife has it on
0: vinyl. Yeah, Either way, you, uh, hey, what's yours is hers and what's hers is hers. <laughs> so you actually said it right, it's hers. Yeah. I, I might just wear it out a little bit more. Right, yeah. But, I mean, college dropout, come on. Everyone loves it. Uh, the one he did with Jay-Z, uh, Watch
1: the Throne. Oh yeah, that one was great too. That,
0: that was good, man. Um, some of his other stuff, eh, but then he came out with this gospel album, what, last year or year before? Jesus is King. Is what he, what he put out. And like the biggest thing that actually kind of irritated me about this is he puts out this album and he starts doing this thing called Kanye Sunday service, where he actually goes out and basically holds a old style gospel, uh, service out in a park somewhere or something. And there's tons of people that show up and it was, it was cool. It was great. But the thing that irritated me was like, oh, Kanye's lost his mind. Kanye's lost his mind. Kanye's lost his mind. I was like, just cause he found faith doesn't mean he lost his mind. Right. So, let's fast forward, and Kanye kept acting like Kanye, and I was like, well, okay, look, the faith thing, that, maybe he's lost, he lost his mind. This dude has changed his name
1: from Kanye Omari West. Yes, and tell him why. Uh, I I don't know why. Okay, I was going to say, his explanation that he gave is the word ye, or yay, is the most commonly used word in the Bible, and in the Bible it means you. So I'm you, I'm us, it's us. Okay. So, oh, man. Uh, okay. So
0: let's talk about this for a second, uh, and it's, it's not just Kanye. Um, this, I would almost say, kind of argues against Christianity. Okay, so he looks at this word, ye, Mm -hmm. which, you know, means you, right? Mm -hmm. He's right. It probably is the most common used word in, uh, you know, the King James Version Bible, at least. Um, But then you take it and you try to make yourself, I am you, I am us, we are me, but. That's glorifying
1: yourself. Well, we already know he has a messiah complex. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. He, I mean, the tirades that he's thrown for not winning awards at at award shows, you know, on camera throwing the temp- temper tantrums well, and and, he, are noted.
0: i was gonna say you remember what this has probably been 15 years ago now, but he went straight um, middle aged white woman uh, in the middle of the uh, the CMAs where. Uh, Taylor Swift won oh, the, the Best Female Via, Artist The
1: VMAs Video Music Awards Yeah okay Where she won an award And, yeah, and he, he was
0: like Beyonce should have won that And yeah, like, Because was he was like, drunk oh on Hennessy Yeah right yeah, Which I mean that Henny's gonna get <laughs> you Who hadn't been there Come on who, <laughs> who hadn't been there Oh the Henny got me uh, <laughs> No But like You Obviously this guy Does have this some, complex He has right? some
1: issues Yes absolutely Right
0: Now I like all the things He's doing Trying to preach the gospel the problem is what it, what it looks like not necessarily what it is but what it looks like is that he's like yes you must find you know you must be saved by the Messiah now come to me and I will save you and I'm like hold on a second there yeezy or Jesus or ye I know it's supposed to be yay but I like ye that's better um, <laughs> I should be his publicist I'm like, hey, you should go by ye um, anyway
1: sounds cooler <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's right. Sound.
1: I don't know. I got a. I still have a soft spot for him. Now, him as a person, he kind of lost me somewhere around the time that South Park started mocking him with the fish sticks. The fish sticks thing. Sticks. Sticks. Yeah, it it started. uh, What are you, a gay fish? Whenever he started getting uh, genuinely offended by a skit in a South Park episode, (laughs) that was when he started losing me. But I still liked his music up to a point, and now it's getting to where even his experimentation in music is starting to feel a lot like self-gratification, where he just wants everybody to kind of almost worship him or follow along with him, and I think it's getting mixed messages from what he's saying, because he says one thing where he's all about the common man, right? but then sometimes it seems like he's not about like being a common person when you
0: say sometimes you mean like all the other times that he's not saying i'm about the common
1: man yes
0: when he's indirectly saying that i'm the common man (laughs) right yeah i am the common man let me get on this private jet i'm like yeah that ain't too common i gotta drive to san diego the (laughs) dwarf nikes (laughs) what are you wearing to the premiere night dior i'm like what i've got a jc penny suit i'm wearing my goodness (laughs) so that ain't the common man there Kanye.
1: Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I will say this. Looking at it as a compassionate person, like I try. I do, I try to genuinely talk myself to look at things from another perspective sometimes. He's been through a lot of trauma. Like, he's going through a divorce. He's gone through what I think some people have said potential bankruptcy. He lost his mother through that whole whatever, that uh, surgery that happened and all of that. He's been through a lot of traumatic things. So... I really don't know. He may be barely hanging on by a thread, but
0: well, I, I mean, hope he
1: sees better days and he comes through it on the other side.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think... I hope that... I mean, I'm He made Graduation, man. That's true. I still go back to the first one, though. College Dropout's awesome.
1: I do love College Dropout. I liked uh, College Dropout, Late Registration, and Graduation. After that's where he started to kind of lose me. But I I still enjoy the albums afterwards. It's just those first ones are... I listen to those like every day
0: those were Alanis Morissette Jagged Little Phil that's what those were <laughs> you know unstoppable and, let's just I, I'm, I know I'm detouring but I'm going to go back to the 90's for a minute how is it that Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Phil was that popular have you ever listened to that
1: Uh, no and I can't believe it's about the guy from Full House that's what blows uh, yeah, my mind Kouye uh, yeah Dave Kouye yeah. cut
0: it out yeah uh, what was it? not Uncle Jesse that was Stamos uh Uncle Joey. Joey,
1: yeah. Joey Gladstone. Yeah,
0: he had the puppets and everything. It's weird.
1: Yeah, it was, in hindsight, it is kind of creepy. Yeah, why does your uncle live in the basement with puppets? That's, that's strange to he's me. He's a failing stand-up comic, and uh, yeah. he doesn't have drug problems? Yeah, does he? I mean,
0: he sleeps in a lot. That's all we know. <laughs> There's tons <laughs> of Full House fans like, stop it. You're stop killing me. Oh, my God, it's true. Yeah, well.
1: what I think while we're off on this tangent talking about Full House... What fascinates me the most about Full House is that Bob Saget is like the world's filthiest stand-up comic. Oh, have you dude. ever listened to a stand-up comic? Yes, it's terrible, it man. Is, like it's I was like shock for the point of shock.
0: Yeah, I was expecting Danny Taylor. Okay, Tanner. Tanner. Whatever. I. You know. Eh. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> yeah, no, we won't. It's like, isn't this guy stupid? <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> what, Danny Tanner? Well, I was talking about me, but yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm expecting Danny Tanner to be
1: up on stage with, like, some dad jokes and stuff. And then he just starts talking. I was like, oh, what is this? Yeah, no, it's <laughs> he does a whole set where he has an acoustic guitar and sings a song about his crotch. Yeah. Yeah. I H- caught that on HBO as a, like teenager and was like hey it's the guy from full house it's like oh wow he's singing filthy limericks about his stuff
0: i think that was like
1: kind of the same uh
0: shock that i had the first time now you have to understand i was a kid in the 90s okay Mm -hmm. so like my experience with robin williams was mrs doubtfire and genie and you know what i'm saying so in 2003 robin williams comes out with his stand-up and it was Robin Williams live on Broadway. Uh-huh, it's a classic. Yeah. So I watch it because I love Robin Williams. This dude is hilarious. Right. And in 2014 or excuse me, in 2003, I would have been 14 years old. So I get it. And I'm 14 and stupid. So I'm like, pop it in the old DVD player. He's right going to
1: do bro. impressions. Here <laughs> comes Popeye. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm expecting. Then it was just like filth. Throughout the whole thing, I was like,
1: oh. Yeah, his uh, segment <laughs> on Viagra's with yeah, the water yeah, bottles yeah, pretty rough. Yeah, that's... But at the same time, I love Robin Williams, yeah. rest in peace.
0: Yeah. Oh, man.
1: Did it again. Yeah,
0: I know. Why it's are like, all my favorite people dead?
1: What does that say about us? I don't know. Uh, yeah. That's a subject for another day.
0: Yeah, it's n- another subject for another day.
1: And a psychiatrist.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, psychiatrist listening right now is like, ooh, I'm going to make some money. Hey, call my wife, tell her we're going to Hawaii. <laughs> I'm going to get an email here in a minute. Hey. All right, so we'll switch it back for just a second, kind of, I don't know. It's it's loosely related to Kanye, but, uh, you know, it, it does have a connection. So i I'll hand this over to
1: you because you got the article
0: pulled up. Uh, Go ahead and tell everyone what what, what it is you're looking at.
1: All right, so I've been listening to uh, Nas's new album, right? Right. It's really great. I I think you should give it a listen. It's it's very, very high quality compared to some of the later albums that he's released since, you know, like, I don't know, Illmatic was the one that was groundbreaking and the one that he's best remembered for. Well, anyway, it's more like a throwback album to that. But it also has some trappier beats on it as well where he's trying to stay current. Anyway, one of the uh, tracks on the album, it's really great. Again, I recommend you give it a listen. Hoot, I, it's probably right up your alley because it features Eminem. Okay. All right. The name of the track is EPMD2.
0: EPMD2. Got it.
1: And from what I see and from what I'm hearing here in this this article that I've come across, it this, Eminem's verses on that track have inspired 50 Cent, yeah, Fitty, to Fitty. come out of retirement and start, uh, you know, recording again. It, it stirred his creative juices, to, so to speak.
0: Right, okay. So, um, we, we can go back to the beginning of 50 Cent.
1: I oh, was a fan, dude. Look, oh, I loved it. Uh, yeah. I, I loved the aggressive attitude about... Yeah. I got shot nine times. I survived. I'll shoot you. Yeah, yeah. It just had every,
0: like, 12-year-old white kid walking tall. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What was it? I read the other day. I saw, like, a meme. It said, uh, 50 cents many men had me walking around convinced everyone was trying to kill me.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love that song, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I heard it yesterday, but you got to remember that not only did that whole empire kind of collapse around 50 because the G unit thing just did not turn out what everybody thought it was going to be.
0: Well, no. And like, it, it's funny. Cause like I read, uh fifties. Well, I guess Curtis Jackson's book, uh, hustle harder, hustle smarter. And it's kind of like a self-help book, which I, I didn't expect. I didn't expect. Yeah. Going into it, I was like, Oh, okay. This might be like a biographical thing. Like, no, this dude does the self-help stuff. He even, has a book called like the 50th law with uh uh Robert Green, who's the author of the 48 laws of power. Uh, so and I actually tried to read it. Um, Robert Green is who uh, reads it the entire time or narrates it, you know. Oh my god, and so I was like, ah, I can't do it, it's too boring. But uh, 50 actually, uh, you know, reads his reads uh, Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter, and surprisingly enough, he's easier to listen to. Um, but he kind of goes into what happened with G Unit, and uh, it was like he didn't hold any anything back. I he didn't mean, pull any punches. No, 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 no. I mean, he talked uh, about you know Lloyd Banks being you know. He said, "I've never met a man who is so proud of his laziness," uh, and like he said, Lloyd Banks has a tattoo that says "Lazy Lloyd" across his arm. He's like, I just, you know,
1: and he's completely content, but he always thought I
0: should put him on more.
1: Yeah, well, it's one of those things that it's not like a Wu-Tang Clan where it was organic. Those guys knew each other. They were friends. They hung out. They happened to have, you know, flow together. They freestyled and then it became what it became. And they all love Kung Fu. Yeah, they love uh, Shaolin and Kung Fu movies. Yeah. Into the Wu-Tang. Yeah. But uh, no, uh, 50 and G-Unit, that was kind of put together by like studio executives. They thought this guy might sound good with this guy.
0: Yeah, but I mean, 50 had a lot to do with those decisions. Like Lloyd Banks is from the same neighborhood he's from, you know what I'm saying? Like he he knew who that was. And, you know, as far as like Young Buck and uh, I know Little Scrappy ended up mm-hmm. being a part of, uh, you know, the the Atlanta crunk scene and started, you know, quote-unquote G-Unit South. And, uh, you know, uh, Money in the Bank was, like, his
1: big breakthrough with G-Unit. Uh, then w- what do you have, like, Tony Yayo? Yeah, Tony Yayo. I did enjoy some of uh, his solo stuff on his own. Yeah. Whenever, for, I, I actually liked, uh, what, Young on, Buck. on Fire? Oh, by Lloyd Banks. By Lloyd Banks, yeah. yeah I, liked, I
0: liked that one. and. But the thing is with Lloyd Banks is, like, both of his albums, he had The Hunger for More and then The Hunger for More 2, which is a lazy name if you ask me but anyway um so you yeah, had both it's these pretty albums.
1: humorous but yes
0: right yeah not a lot of work went into this but ultimately both albums were pretty good but he just didn't he was like eh, that's, that's probably enough i'm good you know it, i don't know it seemed like at least from the way it was described in the book and then the way you look at it from
1: an outsider who now has a you know, preconceived notion, you look mm-hmm. at it and you're like, oh, that makes sense. Yep. Well, there's also the fact that the game came in there and they didn't quite mesh as well as it appeared in the beginning.
0: Right. Yeah. 50 in the game, uh, it
1: seemed like two was, alphas in the it, same room.
0: Yeah. But it, like when they did hate her to love it, like that right. Yeah. For real. Like to this day, I still, yeah, damn, still have still, yeah. still
1: listen to it. That's right.
0: But, um, but yeah, I mean, there was a lot of, people changing sides on each other with that whole like i I don't know the rap group thing i was like boys loyalty died out with wu-tang you know don't don't do this
1: yeah but the thing is is those guys they're still still doing it together yeah even whenever they do their separate things which was always the most fascinating thing that got me about wu-tang clan is not only did they have their albums as a group Each individual rapper was able to record his own record separate with separate record labels, mind you. They're they're not all under the same umbrella of the same record label. They all got their own record deals and then still got together and recorded their own thing together with another deal in itself.
0: Which is crazy. I mean, ODB had a a pretty uh, successful solo career. Um, uh,
1: Method Man. Method Man. Red Man. They kind of paired off together.
0: Yeah. And, and that worked out really well. And even, you know, they had movies, uh, you know, like How High, uh, which was a funny... Uh, honestly, if you look at it, it's a buddy comedy. Yeah, they uh, released an album together. Uh, isn't yeah. it called like Blackout, I believe? Yeah. Or- and, like, so I think on the... Uh, you remember Gone in 60 Seconds, the 2000... 2000- remake mm-hmm. you know not the original movie but the one with nicholas cage yeah and angelina jolie yeah and giovanni ribisi for some reason he was yeah. in there yeah. but uh anyway why not yeah but on the soundtrack uh red and meth had um de rock wilder
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah that's that was, a uh, classic collaboration yeah. that was actually on the album blackout i believe yeah. as well. oh yeah
0: it was all released. yeah they on went on
1: tour too. with with that and then again there's staying together but at the same time a deal separate from wu-tang clan deal they're just all kind they're all about entrepreneurs and making money yeah i think they taught us one thing above all other
0: wu-tang clan ain't nothing to mess with
1: protect your neck
0: yeah that's right you gotta protect your neck uh, that's a high pro uh, wu-tang joke good job <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey i'm a huge wu-tang fan clan yeah or Fan clan? What? what, what, what? You can't we'll, say clan. <laughs> we'll, we'll fix this in post. I'm a huge Wu-Tang fan. Yeah, there you go. Clan fan.
0: <laughs> Are you saying you're a fan of I'm the I'm trying clan? not to say
1: clan. That's what yeah. I'm trying to avoid yeah. at all.
0: So it, it almost makes it seem like you're a fan of the clan. No, I'm a Wu-Tang fan. Yeah, Wu-Tang fan. And Wu-Tang fans ain't nothing to mess with. No, especially <laughs> when they're in the clan. Oh, no. Oh, no. You need to leave. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. Well, um, Mr. BT, you got anything else you want to throw to our listeners?
1: No, I really don't got a whole lot. We've been missing our buddy C. Wayne this week. I know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I've, it seems like everything's rolled a lot smoother. Yeah. It,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I do miss being able to to have that other opinion in here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And especially one is um, spirited, as it. <laughs> Yeah. It's, Feisty. Yeah, there you go. Uh, a woman in my church refers to her children as spicy. <laughs> I was like, huh, that's a good, I'm going to start referring to C. Wayne as spicy and just see how creeped out he gets. <laughs> it's,
1: oh, no, he's a, uh, what, Gen Z? They don't care. Yeah, no, they don't care. It's like, oh, yeah, that means whatever
0: I want it to mean. It's like, I'm not going to take offense about that until I take offense about it. That. Yeah, that's right. We're more apt to take offense on behalf of someone else. But <laughs> all right, enough with the nonsense. Hey, uh, thank you uh, to everyone who is listening. Uh, thank you to everyone who's been listening and who will listen. Um, thank you
1: all the way around the world. Uh, find our social media. I don't know how else to explain it to you. Just it, It's on there. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, we have a Twitch page. We're going to be broadcasting on twitch up in the upcoming weeks well, so we'll have a live twitch stream going on our recording night so yeah guys way, be on the lookout for that
0: yeah 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 and you can uh get to watch all like the uh what do you call it? outtakes yes yeah, the, uh, the stuff that the never blooper makes reel. it never <laughs> makes
1: it to the end that you actually hear
0: yeah so like my mom does not need to watch the last stream <laughs> uh anyway um yeah the hoot hob show on facebook instagram soon to be on twitch you can find us on youtube apple podcast google
1: podcast spotify uh i'm sure probably somewhere else yeah uh, like and subscribe please leave us your comments post on the the fan page it, it's your your show just let us know where to go with it
0: that's it and i oh, stay away from our only fans page
1: <laughs> Again, Hoot, that's just your OnlyFans page, oh. if I recall correctly. <laughs> if I recall the story. Yeah,
0: well, you know, whatever. That's another story for another day. <laughs> uh, hey, so from me, Hoot Hobbs, and from Mr. BT, and on behalf of C Wayne, who's a bum, who has the vid, we're all praying that gets better, whatever, we want to say thank you for listening and bid you good night. Mm-hmm.